0: Thanks for hitting play on Still Not Ready, the Ready or Not podcast, here again to bring you episode-to-episode breakdowns of our favorite Canadian teen drama from the 90s, Ready or Not. I'm Amy. And I'm Brett. And today we have a third. Joining us for Season 5, Episode 3 of Ready or Not, we have one of the hosts of Bayside Live, a Saved by the Bell, the new class podcast... It's Justin. Woo.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me.
0: Welcome in the virtual studio with us today. Yes, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the storage room in my basement.
1: <laughs> Feels very comforting here.
0: <laughs> yeah, in this space that we're all in together. We we touched on this before we hit record, but we are in Guelph, Ontario. Why don't you tell everyone where you're joining us from?
1: I am located in Flint, Michigan. So if you were, if I could show you visually, I am located right here on the map.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right there. Doing the hand thing
1: for the people at home.
0: Southwest of us, I think, Amy. Well, we're in the same time zone. We figured that out. Yeah. Yeah. When we were trying to schedule a time to meet.
1: That worked. Did you
0: grow up there in Michigan?
1: Yep. Born and raised here in, in Flint, Michigan.
0: So then, the question is: Did you watch Ready or Not growing up?
1: I did actually. Um, it was shown on H or Showtime here in. Oh,
0: okay, Showtime, and then
1: also eventually shown on um, Disney Channel. But I caught it on Showtime in the early run. I think they had it during the original run of, of Ready or Not, and then Disney Channel took it over after the original run, is if I remember correctly. Right. That's how I remember mostly. I also like have the have the privilege to have CBC on our cable. Um,
2: oh, really? Cable channels, okay. Because
1: we, I mean, because we are so close. Yeah. to... Um, we're like, I mean, literally, I'm only an hour away from Sarnia and Windsor.
2: Right. So, okay. Okay.
1: As long as I can remember, I've always had CBC. So I've always watched like Degrassi and all these other shows that people are like, "What? What is this?" Or Granted, people knew Degrassi because we had it on PBS. A lot of stuff was cut. But <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true.
0: Well, do you think you got all the seasons of Freddy or not? Like, do you remember these late seasons?
1: I don't really. Okay. Not, not really. And I'm rewatching some of this, like, in preparation and also just because I was excited to do it and to, like, re-listen to your guys' like, podcast. I forgot where I stopped listening and I was like, let me just start re-listening back over. Right. No, I don't remember some of the other stuff I'm like, yeah, I remember that. Once I start seeing it, I'm like, oh, I remember this episode, or I remember right. this character, or, I remember the significance. But this I didn't remember at all.
0: No, <laughs> and we were like notorious for saying that we didn't really yeah. We're kind of in the same boat. See the fifth season. Yeah. 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 I don't know, but the parts of it are very like like the the little sister in this episode. She's memorable. Like, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. So you host the Rewatch podcast with two other hosts. Is it Brittany and Stephen? Brittany and Stephen, because yes. all podcasts need a Brit. of course. <laughs> yeah,
2: it seems right, right. that way. Yes. So popular <laughs> I am. Right
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so who are they? Like, what are you guys like? High school friends? Did you grow up together?
1: Brittany and I, we you can say we grew up together, but her and I are about thirteen years apart. I met her. No, we're not 13 years. We're nine years apart. So it kind of was like a big brother, big sister type of thing Mm -hmm. where um, I kind of became a family friend. And then our friendship became more than just, you know, oh, she was that annoying little girl who used to come and hang out with me. And I would be like, you know, yeah, sure. I'll, you know, you know, play baseball with you and, you know, do things with you. And we became like genuine friends after a while. And, um... We never played baseball. I don't know why the hell I said
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> but, Toss the bubble you know, around. You, you know, hey. But, um, so American.
1: <laughs> that just blossomed into like 10, 11 years of nonstop back and forth calls and texts and keeping in touch more than we ever did. And And then it was like, hey, do you want to do a podcast with me?
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Everything eventually comes down to that. (laughs) If this is a real friendship, what kind of podcast are we doing? Well, wait a second. Then who's Steven?
1: Steven. He (laughs) actually hosts a Dawson's Creek podcast. And I met him through my Instagram fan club page for Saved by the Bell, the new class.
0: Oh, it's a virtual friendship. That's cool.
1: So that's what Steven was. He was somebody that... I met through a shared love of pop culture and a love for a show that Mm -hmm. nobody really remembers or has a love for, which is why I started the fan club page in the first place, because there was no outlet.
0: Uh, Hey, we (laughs) feel that. We feel that. Well, that's an interesting point, because the podcast part of it is kind of new. Yes. It started as the Facebook fan page for the show, right? Stay by the Bell, the new class. Yeah, fan page or like archival yep
1: it started out as just like a fan page because I was I'm the type that I'm usually going to say hey I have a couple things I want to find an existing fan club page or 16 page let them post it or post it on there and then walk away and be fine <laughs> well nobody wanted my new class like articles and pinups or anything so that was like well I know there's going to be somebody out there who's going like, to like this stuff other than me and so I was like alright Got to build it yourself. Do yeah. it. Start putting things out there. I scanned all my stuff, and this is like whenever my my collection was tiny, so there wasn't that much. It really it sparked because I saw I went on that that um team website or that team pinup wow. site that I told you about. And I just happened to, like, stumble upon it during the pandemic, and I saw a picture that I'd never seen before. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've never seen that. <laughs> Boom. I turned into an 11-year-old again. And I was like, oh, my God, this is great. I have to get this panicle and I have to get this. And, this, oh, oh, what is Sarah Lancaster doing? What is this? I mean, what's his favorite color? <laughs> oh, my oh God. my God. I was, like, I was sucked right back into all this. And, like, I so I had to go dig out my pinups and articles that were shredded and torn (laughs) up and had like
0: you're like i knew that i saved these for some reason (laughs) i knew it
1: so then long story short i scanned everything and i just kind of slowly build a very modest small following but then i went onto instagram instagram turned into a lot of um interaction with some of the, the stars of the show they've yeah they've, that's
0: fun right oh yeah
1: i mean like just actually again not only like like with Steven, and i like brought up some memories and unlocked some of those like nostalgia feelings but to like actually like do that with i'm sure you guys have done this with some of like the um the stars of the show it's like you're like, oh my God, you made them think about that. And they're like, oh wow. You know, and that's the thing, it's like, I don't care if it's like one follower or however many I get. It was all a labor of love just to see my yeah. my collection, you know, come to life and build and have a reason to build on it. And then that's when like the, the podcast came naturally and the and the idea of everything and the zeitgeist of it all. And I'm like, started getting bigger and bigger and bigger and here we
0: are <laughs> here we are um okay so yeah. speaking of all of this yeah. i could be wrong on this but i think we originally connected because you were also being catfished by the same person who was catfishing us yes 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 i was so the person pretending to be laura bertram this is the whole spinoff series <laughs> go listen you haven't heard it <laughs> Scroll back. (laughs) Listen to the spin-off series. So the person pretending to be Laura Bertram, who plays Amanda on Ready or Not, was also pretending to be... Natalia
1: Sigluti from Saved by the Bell, the new class.
0: And she had integrated herself into your fan page, right?
1: Yep, I should have known it was too easy to, like, get somebody to just be like, oh, wow, yeah, I'll I'll come and be on your page and comment all this stuff. But I was just so excited, and plus, it was the pandemic, so what are we all doing other than just getting on social media and dying for interaction, any kind of interaction we could? But when I started hearing, like, things on your episodes, I was like, this sounds way too familiar, and I started putting things together. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But what kills me is, what is the connection? Like, how many?
0: Yeah. It's like,
1: like yeah. it has nothing to do with ready or not. I could see, like, the ready or not because, like, it was, it was, like, Laura and Heather. Where does Natalia fit into all?
0: They don't fit together. It was just so many that they had both fallen under this
2: umbrella of the all these people that this person was pretending I, to be online, right? I was just going to say, they can fall under the, I think they're picking people that they can kind of go under undetected. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not huge stars, but big enough that some people will be interested, right?
1: And it goes to show you, like, literally within hours after your episode was posted, blocked. I was blocked. <laughs> from everybody, you not, page Everything I've ever had, any kind of connection with any of those people, blocked, couldn't find nothing. I'm yeah. like... Of suspected that. Yeah,
0: we shouldn't go too far into this because like we don't need any trouble in our final season. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't need to call out anybody. Okay. But yes, we do have a we do have a history yeah, together. Yeah. very brief. I mean like <laughs> you didn't need my little, you know, connection to tell the story, but I just thought here's just a little something to 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 make the story a little deeper. No,
0: I think <laughs> I actually think that that was one of the pieces that broke a big part of it open because mm-hmm. Then we started noticing all the other people that they were pretending to be. So it was like, it was a big one. Yeah. It was a big one. Um, okay. Bleh, skip all that. <laughs> I might leave some of that the in. editing. The powers that be. Not that we need to break the ice anymore, but we do have a little icebreaker game for you. Okay. It's all about say by the bell and we're calling it original new class
2: or reboot. Okay. And it doesn't include the college years. I love the college years, yeah. I like <laughs> the college years, yeah. Not the co- <laughs> That dorm does not no. exist.
0: It was way too right. fancy. Okay, but you did watch the reboot, did you?
1: Yes, I did. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Okay, so- I just want to preface something. So when we first all logged on, the first thing we noticed was behind Justin, there's like a Say by the Bell poster on his wall, <laughs> and then well, he also showed us the um, very large stack of old Say by the Bell articles that he had. So like
1: it's like a five inch binder. <laughs> so
0: you are like a true. True, say by the bell fan. Yes, diehard, yeah.
2: So this should be a piece of cake, I think, Britt. Yeah, might not be that hard.
1: <laughs> oh, now that I now that I've like said that, and I have my like little binder of the new class right here, <laughs> all seven seasons.
0: Here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna give you plot lines to episodes, and you're gonna guess whether it's an episode from the original Say by the Bell, the new class, or the reboot.
2: I like this. Okay,
0: Britt, why don't you go first?
2: Okay. Someone goes into labor while they're in an elevator, they're trapped in the elevator, and some of the cast of the show is also with them. So is that Saved by the Bell, Saved by the Bell, the new class, or the reboot? That would
1: be Saved by the Bell, (laughs) Britt.
2: That's what I, I thought. I that think is. I knew that. I think I knew that. Yeah. It's a
1: Mrs. Belding.
2: Season four, episode 21. Yeah. Mrs. Belding goes into labor and I think they're in the mall. they
1: were in the school for some reason. This, yeah,
2: the, they the were in has the an school. Elevator.
1: Yeah. It's a Tory episode. So it's even more of like an anomaly type of episode. But, um, a Tory, Tory episode. A Tory um, episode. Well, so-
0: hang on a second because I think I just listened to an episode that you guys did about the new class where. Belding had another kid.
1: Well, that's the baby that Belding had because he had it in... Because the Tory season or like that last season of of the original Saved by the Bell season, season four, four goes right into Saved by the Bell, the new class. Oh, so I didn't like, realize
0: it, it was just like a follow-up.
1: Yep, because the original graduated in the summer of 93 and then the new class started in September of
0: 93. Oh, geez. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Shows what I know. Shows what I know. Okay, I have question two. Okay. Two characters develop a stain remover and decide to sell it before testing it.
1: That's the new class.
0: It is the new class! Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Season 5, Episode 7, The Great Stain Robbery. Maria
1: and... Joan, or Maria and, and... Oh God, Eric?
0: Eric, yeah. What happens? It ends up like bleaching... People's clothes? Yeah. yeah.
1: It's kind of like the original episode, or the original say by the Bell, whenever they sold the zit cream and it bleached everyone's face. Oh, it's yes. It was the same episode just now. It was like, oh, we're going to have a, a bleach remover, or a stain remover.
0: Okay. I wanted to ask you about this because I heard you guys talking about it on your podcast. Does every episode, like, is it like a play on one of the original episodes?
1: <laughs> Not really, but I think...
0: Or just some?
1: At some of them, um, especially in the in the early years, they seem... Well, that was actually one of, the, one of the later episodes, ironically. But I almost feel like some of these episodes either were, let's just rehash some of it. Or some of them were episodes that they didn't produce or didn't do. And it was just like a leftover from... We'll just, instead of it be Zach and Kelly, it's Scott and Lindsay. Yeah. And rework it however. But um, no, eventually they start having their own thing but not really because then in season two they go off in in a country club instead of the beach the beach club oh,
2: like, oh yeah Malibu it is all
1: very very reminiscent of the original <laughs> so
2: <laughs> i have to say i'm so surprised that the new class started in 93 i'm surprised it went for so long Lasted
1: seven seasons longer i mean
2: seven seasons of the new class that's crazy
1: five more than the original Four more than the original. Three more? Three more, three more. Four more. Three more than the original, because the original was only four seasons.
2: But I don't think the new class was, like, in syndication, like Saved by the Bell. No. No. Because there's no way I was watching Save by the Bell before, like, probably 95 or 96.
1: Yeah, no. They only ran it once in syndication- in the mid nineties while it was still running. I think season five had just started and USA network here in the States. I don't know if you have USA up there, but USA network ran it for about two years, I think. And then no one else ran it. And some of like the reasons was they were saying like, they didn't want to confuse the audience by running like Zach and Kelly episodes. Mm. And then the next episode would be completely different characters. And then what didn't help was every season you change almost three or two or three characters a yeah. season. So it makes it already hard to follow that context, let alone throw it in the middle of all this other stuff. So, yeah, it's 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 one of those weird things that nobody seems to know it and or yeah have appreciation for it. But it lasted. It's only 143 episodes.
2: That's crazy that's
1: but, I think the original was only like 88 i think
2: yeah
0: right. and everyone knows those people and those characters and those actors yeah. like the original ones oh yeah knows yeah. natalia singliuti except for you <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then some <laughs> other people on the internet
0: <laughs> but, unfortunately, i only
1: know her from like 1993 to 1995
2: yeah yeah where's she now but
1: everything else is kind of like oh yeah that's That's Lindsay from Saved by the Bell, but I don't watch it. Yeah,
0: yeah. But um, anyway.
2: Okay, Britt, do you have the next one? Yeah, but I feel like there's no stumping you. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Okay. Someone gets a zit just as they're nominated as homecoming queen. (laughs) We already talked about this. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Original, new class, or reboot? Hmm.
1: I don't know. Let's go with the original. (laughs) You're (laughs) right.
2: Season one, episode eight, Cream for a Day. Those original episodes, like
0: anyone would know those plots. Mm -hmm. They're so like, they're like ingrained in our
2: heads. Like I can remember every single one. Mm -hmm. At first glance though, I kind of forgot this one but then when I like Googled and saw a picture I was like, oh yeah, Yeah, right. Like it's hard to you know, the caffeine pills is like the one Amy was like, don't do that one. I'm so excited. Right, yeah,
1: I think anybody in the zeitgeist knows. Yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly. Okay, we have one more.
0: Okay, Amy, can you stump him? I don't think so. Do what I couldn't. <laughs> okay. The principal puts out a snitch box when school supplies go missing.
1: That sounds like the reboot.
0: You're right. Oh, my gosh.
1: I was worried about any reboot once because I'm like, I've only <laughs> seen that once or twice, maybe. But
0: Well, I think it's episode three. Season okay. one, episode three. It's called The Bayside Triangle. Principal Todman. Yeah, yeah. No, He puts out a snitch box when iPads go missing.
2: Oh, my gosh. iPads is school <laughs> I know. That's
0: so funny. <laughs> I thought that's you were so going
2: to say pens and pencils.
0: No. <laughs> oh.
2: iPads. Come on. Bayside. Well, they were the school iPads. All oh, right, because Zach Morris is governor.
1: Yes, he is, and Kelly is married to him.
2: You know what?
0: You have to appreciate that all those original actors came back for that reboot. Like I was there for that. I had zero interest in what the young new characters were doing, but like the fact that all of them came back and they all
2: look good. They did.
0: They all looked good. Well, they knew they weren't coming no, back. Even, they knew they were coming but back. But even still, Mario
2: Lopez still like looks good. <laughs> Tiffany Teeson, Tiffany Lark Cornes like, looked great.
1: I mean Yeah. They look great. They good. all looked
2: great.
1: And like they, they all brought back the essence of the characters. And I think like I would have preferred, like you said, no no offense to the to the um the younger characters because they were great and I appreciated it, but I wanted more of more callbacks and more yeah you know things like that but and there was no new class references in the, re- the reboot by the way
0: oh nothing oh not a,
1: not a one not even like you know oh that's tommy and you know Lindsay's kids or yeah. whatever but nope nothing anyway
0: you know what that's there. that's the problem with reboots is that they're always trying to um grab that younger audience yeah. and it's like this is not what we're here for. The reboot is for the people who originally watched it. Like Gilmore Girls nailed it. Yes. Give us a four part movie or whatever it was, like just a 90 minute update. Yep. That's all we need. We don't need to like grab those younger, that younger audience.
2: I think times have changed. Like teens now are watching like euphoria. Yeah. Like they're not going to be into like. Saved by the Bell, the reboot, right? Like that sitcommy thing. I don't think is like they don't get. Doesn't it. work for that generation. They don't get that all that like campiness and all that, right? Yeah.
1: So it kind of like made it hard to follow whenever you have the teenagers going through some teenagers issues, which I respect, and that's what they were doing in the original. But then you have Zach Morris being a goofball and being like the governor, <laughs> and he's doing his goofball things, and I'm like, yeah, okay. The balance is hard to follow here. I'd rather follow the goofball. Well, we but... could talk
0: about reboots all night long, because <laughs> we're true. like desperately waiting for that day when the Ready or Not reboot comes. <laughs> we're like,
1: well, it's funny because I'm like in season two of your podcast right now, and your guys have been talking about the reboot and like basically the same. Yeah, we're still in the yeah. same boat. I, your, in season two of I your think podcast. There, so. I'm not
2: holding my breath. I think there was like a glimmer of hope, like in the early stages of the pandemic. And I think just the industry has changed. Like when we had Laura Bertram on the last time we had her on, she kind of was saying like, it's just, it's a tough industry right now. Well, the actor strike. It's a hard sell. That whole strike happened, right? So it's tough out there.
1: And it's just not, it's not a recognizable brand, unfortunately. So it's, it's just hard not to, you said it's a hard sell. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to, to just sometimes all you need is just the name. And that's, what's unfortunate. That they do that with some of these, because like like with the Nano reboot, I enjoyed it for what it was. But after they re- got it, uh, rid of the Kelly character and certain characters that yeah. made it Nano it was like this could be Gossip Girl, this could be One Tree Hill, mm-hmm. any of these like teen shows that it was on with. It didn't have to have the Nano name to it. So I don't like whenever it's a name in name only, um, mm. reboots.
0: Yeah, so, well, they can't do the Ready or Not reboot without. Busy and Amanda. So if you don't have both of them on board, I don't it know. It doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just forget about it.
1: It's a not. It's not. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Let's, let's uh, get back to season five here. Forget about the reboot. <laughs> <laughs> Britt, why don't you give us the
2: um, synopsis for the episode of the day? All right. Season five, Episode 3, Cross My Heart. Amanda has to babysit Steven's daughter, Phoebe, but she can't miss another Saturday theater workshop. Will she ditch her babysitting responsibilities or not? We have a stepsister.
1: We have a
2: <laughs>
0: okay, okay, cancel the dance party, guys. In our in our first scene, we get reminded about that theater group that Amanda made it into in the last episode. Yeah, um like some prestigious group that does acting workshops and whatnot.
2: Busy's z- accusing Amanda of joining just for the cute guys, which is obviously like at least 25% of the reason why she's doing this.
0: Well, a little foreshadowing, right? A little foreshadowing of what's yeah, to come here. Okay. They're in Amanda's room and they discover Phoebe in Amanda's closet. So this is Amanda's new stepsister.
2: <laughs>
0: one of Steven's kids. So we already met the much older brother.
2: It's like a big gap between the older brother and Phoebe. Well, this is
0: the second sibling. How old is Phoebe? Is she like eight? Ten?
2: Ten. ten maybe ten? It's a
0: okay, yeah, she's she's
1: maybe more eight. She's yeah. young,
0: but she's not like a toddler. No, but that brings up a good point, Britt, because the the brother's older than Amanda.
2: Yeah, he's like, like when we met him, nineteen. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I guess it happens. Yeah, but then how long have Phyllis and Stephen been together? I
1: was just going to ask that. Because I I haven't been there yet.
2: Not 10 years. No, I know. But do the timelines add up, you know? I think they do. I think so. I think they do. It's only been like maybe three years. Like, it hasn't been that long. Because he's only been in like, was he in season three? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe not. Maybe not. No, I think he's sort of new. I think season three we were still with like Mel. Yeah, so it might have only been a few seasons I think the timeline could add up. Yeah. I think the timeline's okay here. Um, Okay. We got to bring this up.
0: Phoebe is played by Tabitha Lupian, who I think also was involved in the catfish scandal of 2021. Um, But she's recognizable for a few things. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Her first gig was look who's talking now. I think that's what she's most famous for. That's what
1: I knew her from.
0: Yeah. She was like the main girl, yeah. like with John Travolta, Kirstie Alley, and that kid from Seventh Heaven.
1: She's like that girl in the GIF that you see her. she's like shaking her hairbrush. Yeah. Like,
2: yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's the, yeah. Her. This, is her, <laughs> <laughs> this is her big claim to and fame. And that's from Look Who's Talking.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't know because, okay, wait, is it GIF or Jif?
1: I say GIF, so I don't know if it's the I same. I don't know. What
2: do I say? GIF?
0: I don't know. How often do you say that word out loud? That's the thing. Probably That's never. Fair, yeah. <laughs> Only I, in this space. <laughs>
1: and I said it even like thinking like just say it real fast Justin so they just kind of gloss over it and people yeah. know what you're talking about and you bring it up. Yeah. But
0: everyone, okay, so if you don't if you can't picture this, just Google angry hairbrush girl and you'll know who I'm talking about. So this is the girl that plays Amanda's little sister and mm-hmm. on her what's her name? What's her name in real life Tabitha. Tabitha. On her Instagram, it literally says "the Angry Hairbrush GIF Girl." Like, yeah, that's, yeah, she, you're like, right. She calls herself that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so look that up. But she was also in Hairspray. Yeah, Goosebumps an episode, and she was in an episode of Handmaid's Tale. She was in one episode.
1: So that's pretty current. She's like, I mean, like somewhat current. Then and...
0: she's still doing stuff. Yeah, she's she's fading off like it's just kind of one episode here and there of things. But I love that her Instagram says that she's the angry hairbrush
2: girl. Not even like <laughs> right. that she started in a movie with freaking Travolta. Or the
1: character. Nothing.
2: <laughs> well, it was. Look who's talking now. That's the second one, right?
1: The third one. Because that was the one with oh, the, the dogs. Oh, yeah.
2: The third Okay, so it is probably, like, the least popular out of The Look Who's Talking. Yeah, I even... Doesn't matter. Those
0: <laughs> movies were crazy
2: popular. They were so Those good. Those movies were way too they popular in
0: the 90s. Anyways, she's in two more episodes of Ready or Not after this. So she's she's with us for the mm-hmm. rest of the season, stepsister, which means Steven sticks around. <laughs> Spoiler alert on that. She's here in this episode to be the annoying little sister.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So... Amanda has this acting workshop this weekend and they do a great job of explaining to us that she cannot miss the workshop or she'll be kicked out of the company because she's only allowed to miss or like once you miss two... You're kicked out of the company and they explain that she's already missed one before. Like, it's like, they always do this. It's like, if you're ever thinking in your head, like, well, wait, what about this? They do like, oh, I've already (laughs) missed the one. And I think she says something like she had an infected toe. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't catch that. It was
0: a bit of an odd reason. It was just like this. Don't you remember when I missed the one a few weeks ago because of my infected toe? And then they just brush right on over it. (laughs) Uh, the Infected
1: Toe. Got to get all this ex- explanation out in 25 minutes or less, you know. And <laughs> make sure you move <laughs> yeah, this story yeah, along. Like, move move, it, move it along. Yeah,
0: no questions. What about this? Nope. Infected Definitely. Toe. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> okay. So it seems like her mom has also booked her to babysit Phoebe while her and Steven are at a wedding.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Amanda supposedly promised to do this before she auditioned to be in the theater group. So it's a whole
1: thing. I'm sorry. This might be an unpopular opinion, but Amanda's so selfish. I'm sorry, but she's so selfish. (laughs) I mean, really?
0: (laughs) No. Wait. Is that the feeling here? Because I feel like Phyllis is not being reasonable. Well,
1: I feel like there's this other thing. Like Amanda's being very selfish overall because she is just so so focused on – I'm going to give her the busy. I got to give her this. I got to be in my acting class. I got to be, you know, I got to flirt with this guy. You know, so I mean, I don't mean that like in a bad way. I just mean she's just being very focused. You know, she's focused on herself, I guess I should say.
2: (laughs) I think that's a fair, I think that probably is one of Amanda's traits, generally. She is a little selfish. Yeah, that's very Amanda. But I agree, Amy. I think in this case, I thought Phyllis and Steven were a bit, I kind of felt a little bit bad. There's no one else
0: you can ask, and like Amanda's literally saying, like, "I'm gonna be kicked out of this thing that means so much to me." There's not even a conversation about it. It's just like, "Well, you said you would do it, so."
1: <laughs> it's a special day for you guys, Amanda. I mean, she's really laid on thick. They laid on really yeah. thick, even in the end. It's like, okay.
0: <laughs> so Amanda ends up babysitting Phoebe, and like we really don't get much conversation or. Debate about whether or not that's going to happen.
1: No, the debate comes with the um the dress that she's wearing. Are you asking me? Or are you telling me? <laughs> she, you know,
0: <laughs> she's I wearing, love that. well, actually, she's wearing a shorter dress than we've seen her in. Yeah, it was I a bit really shorter it was
1: I think it's very cute. It's very cute. The pattern, oh, yeah. the fit, everything. She looks was great very, in that dress. I think for what she was going to and, yeah. you know, like summer day, obviously. I mean, I think it was very cute.
0: No, the dress is good. It's like white.
1: Yeah. Floral, a little bit of floral pattern yeah. on it, nothing too crazy. Nothing like our parents used to wear. Like our moms used to have like that over the all-over floral pattern. This is just some falling flowers. It's
0: no, it's cute. cute. It's cute, but Phyllis thinks it's too short. Yeah. And then there's a whole thing where Amanda puts her clothes on top of it and then takes them off in the park. <laughs> and like, literally,
1: literally looked like she just got like just outside the door and it was like, okay, psh, taking it yeah. off. Which actually what she was wearing could have been cute too. Like almost very Cindy Crawford like model like. Cause she just had like a white button down and some jeans on. I was like, that could have been cute yeah. like, tucked in with like, you know, poofed out at the bottom a little bit, you know, like very, like I said, modely like, but.
0: Yeah. But it was, it looked like she just put on like a bunch of baggy stuff over yeah. top of yes. her dress. To hide it. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. So she could like yeah. fit the dress. Break. Okay. <laughs> um, she's supposed to take Phoebe to a museum. Like that's the plan and get her a green salad, but take the olives out because she's allergic. Who's allergic to olives. Have you ever heard of um, this? Um who puts the olives in a salad? Why don't you just well, <laughs> I do. Okay, wouldn't it
1: wouldn't it be tainted, "quote, if you already put the olives in, like any of the juices or yeah. anything that gets I mean yes. like <laughs> you intention. need to order one without the olives is what you need.
0: To... Yeah, we're not talking about like EpiPen <laughs> allergy here. We're talking about like
2: a little bit of irritation. I guess I was only brought up to show kind of Stevens like Neurotic behaviors like
1: authority, yeah, this
2: particularness or something like don't do this, yeah. Well,
0: yeah, Phoebe's not allowed to have junk food, she's like raised Which without junk I food mean, or something. She's like 10, <laughs> yeah, poor Phoebs. She's gonna end up one of those kids that goes crazy when she moves away to school and tries chocolate milk for the first time.
1: Even Amanda's mom was like, I should have done that with you.
0: I know, <laughs> it's just like, oh my another god, another bad Phyllis
2: <laughs> parenting moment. Yes. Well, she's eating an orange at the moment that she says it, With which this- is great. <laughs> She's like, well, I'm eating an orange right now. But this is why all like kids who grew up in the 90s have like disordered eating patterns. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Don't, said comment. That. <laughs> Don't
2: comment on your
0: kids eating habits. Yeah. Phyllis. <laughs> okay. So Amanda, Busy and Phoebe start their day at the park. And if you're wondering why Busy can't babysit, it's because she has to work.
2: Cut up a steer or two.
0: <laughs> With Manny at the butcher shop. Yeah. Cut up a steer. That's what you said. Okay. <laughs> the okay. cow. Okay. Right? Um, okay, we get a short funeral for Aunt Frida in the park.
1: Oh my God, this Aunt Frida. Aunt Frida! Aunt Frida! Aunt
0: Frida! Aunt Frida! <laughs> I love
1: how Amanda's genuinely like, I don't know her Aunt Frida. And she's like, "Who? you killed her? What do you mean? And she's like, and then Busy's just like... Ugh. She's like, Amanda, read the room. It's the ants <laughs> in front of her. <laughs> you
0: know, Phoebe's like, I killed Aunt Frida. And Amanda's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does. Phoebe, I don't know her aunt. <laughs> oh, my God. So uh, I don't really know why this part is in the episode. Um, they do like a little funeral for the ant that Phoebe stepped on.
1: I guess it's like the whole convoluted way to get us to be like, oh, I see a a popsicle steak. Oh, I remember we made a popsicle steak cross for mm-hmm. the Aunt Frida. I don't yeah. know where she I is. But that
2: was the connection. That's, yeah, that'll come in I later. That's the that. only that'll thing. come in later. <laughs> it was like, what can we do?
1: And that was... I mean I, I mean, I guess that's clever when you think about it. Yeah.
2: Aunt Frida, Imagine Aunt doing a, oh a funeral like every five steps <laughs> oh for God. all the ants Phoebe's killing. Oh, God, you, oh, gosh.
1: Again, setting that poor child up for some trauma.
0: <laughs> I was just like annoyed by Phoebe in this. Well, this whole thing is annoying. Um, there's a whole thing with her glasses being like x-ray glasses. She can see people's auras. I'm and- like, this
1: bitch is psychic. I'm sorry. Again, I'm sorry. <laughs> She is psychic. She's growing up to be psychic because she's talking about your color. Your color when you're around me is very brown. You're never inside. Yeah,
0: man, his aura is brown. <laughs> I'm
1: like, she she's is a- growing up to be a psychic. She is reading auras and she's like, she's like, oh, I feel it in here. You know, she's like, my X-ray vision is really
0: yeah
1: strong right now. And I'm like, girl, you're seeing things. I'm like, you, are, yeah.
0: I see dead people. She was in the yeah. wrong movie from the 90s. <laughs> exactly. um, no, she but- kind of has that
1: like creepy. Like she could be a little creepy if she wanted. To well, she gets a little creepy oh, whenever, yeah. like, the, Amanda finds her later by the bridge because she's like just staring off his face and she's doing her knock knock jokes and stuff. And she's just like, Oh my gosh,
2: mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. I, I'm
1: getting ahead of myself. She
2: is, <laughs> she is a little creepy again.
1: Trauma, but... this poor child.
2: Well, no junk food that'll do it too. That's you. What yeah, it is. She, she had, never she had, had that trip?
1: pizza, remember, she Amanda, had that one had slice pizza. of
2: pizza, and she's effed up now, man. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, pizza is like. Okay, obviously it's probably not the healthiest food in the world, but it's not what I would classify totally as junk food, right. especially a vegetarian slice. <laughs> it's got all four has like food whole groups whole
0: tomato chunks on it. Wait, we're forgetting about the most concerning thing: is that Amanda has a poop aura. <laughs> 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 like, what does Phoebe say at one point? She's got the X-ray glasses on, and she's like, um, "She does not called it an aura." But she says like your color.
1: Yeah, your color. I think I have it like somewhere. Yeah, she's like your color. I can, whenever I'm around you, I can see your color and it's brown. And I'm just. Like,
0: <laughs> and it's always brown. <laughs> I can see
1: inside your color or something. I'm like I'm like okay.
0: Oh boy. Okay, <laughs> Peeps. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um. After After Busy leaves, Amanda warns Phoebe about like this dangerous area in the park. And we've been in this park before. We have. In previous episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This bridge. um, This is the park where Amanda's poems go flying off the back of her (sighs) bike. and it is kind of sketchy there's some sketchy people we saw it in that episode Amanda
1: freaks out she's like don't go over there like it's a portal to another world she's these people are literally just on the other side of the bridge like they're almost like blocking Uh the bridge uh, yeah
0: (laughs) everything on this side of the bridge in the park is a okay but don't go on that side which is kind of funny because literally in previous seasons we saw Busy and Amanda as kids On the other side of the bridge. I know, but Amy,
2: you know, times have changed in those two. There's a
1: lost episode there somewhere. It's
2: getting rough in the park. There's a lost episode. (laughs) So, Amanda's plan
0: is to take Phoebe to the workshop. She's got no other options. Can't miss it. Which obviously does not work out well for anyone. No. So, Amanda comes up with this brilliant idea for her to drop Phoebe off at the butcher shop with busy
1: it was supposed to be ironic whenever she's trying to tell phoebe because phoebe's like telling her you know oh i think you look beautiful if you wore your crown again when she's like when they're going back into like they're about to go into mm. the um workshop and she's like you should wear your crown and she's like no i'll look dumb and phoebe's like no but you'll look beautiful and she's like phoebe I appreciate that, but I'm too old to play dress up and make believe. And I'm thinking, isn't that what you're about to go do in this workshop right now? Be an actor, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> is being playing makeup or playing make believe and dress up. So yeah, I'm like, believe. is that supposed to be ironic yeah. or was it just something that they didn't realize?
2: I wonder if that's going to show like Phoebe kind of wants to be mm. friends with Amanda. Yeah. Yeah. She obviously likes Amanda. She's like wearing her clothes in like the first scene. And maybe that's her 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 way of thinking
1: like, you know, to connect with her. Oh, she sees her wanting to, you know, be an actress and trying to be in these workshops and coming home and pretending to be somebody else and make believing. Mm -hmm. So maybe she's like, you know, Oh, let me put on the crown. Let me put on your dress. Let me be you. Let me be who you're trying to be. Mm -hmm. And she just doesn't understand the dynamic. And I think maybe that's why, Maybe they wrote that when she's like, you know, I'm too old to d- play dress up and make believe, and it's just like, but but you're but you're not though, you you are, and that's what yeah. we come to at the end, is she realizes, maybe I'm not too old to, mm-hmm. to to be young.
0: Yeah, there's some symbolism with that crown that we've kind of brushed over, but <laughs> what does Amanda say? It's from her like thumbelina recital or yeah or like grade two
1: sorry yeah i was about to be american there or second grade second grade yeah
0: (laughs) second grade grade two yeah um okay we meet in this episode amanda's soon-to-be new boyfriend milan wait
2: i just thought of this where did he say he was from i don't remember
1: i don't remember
2: I mean, he can't be from Italy. He didn't say Italy. Did well, I mean, he? come on. He
0: says where he's from, and then Amanda goes, But well, you don't have an accent. And then he goes, With the thick accent, yeah. he says, Like, I'm really good actor or whatever. It didn't
2: sound like an Italian accent.
0: Okay, so Not it wasn't like his accent,
2: name was so. Milan and he was
0: from Italy.
2: <laughs> that would be weird,
0: wouldn't it? Isn't that like Forrest Gump? Because <laughs> he's like. That's Cleveland. He was from Detroit. Yeah, but Cleveland isn't in Detroit.
2: (laughs) I don't know. There's a lot of Forrest
0: Gump that I need to go back to. Anyways, uh, so we get a scene with Phoebe causing a ruckus at the butcher shop. No surprise there. Manny is here, Busy's older brother. Manny's back. Well, we were wondering if he would be back this season, seeing as how his wife is pregnant. Yeah, he's been absent for some episodes
2: but he's back and it looks like he got a haircut he looks good
0: he looks yes, fresh. He looks, good. He looks yeah.
2: nice he's getting ready to be a dad
1: he looks responsible he looked like he's he's probably <laughs> like taking life
0: well you know what that's funny because i kind of like this side of him that we got to see like his character's expecting a baby because he's like reasonably patient
2: with phoebe yeah in this episode um well he has to get used to it This is going to be his life in like two years. Yeah,
0: that's what I mean. Well, 10 or eight or whatever years.
1: (laughs) Speaking of patience, I thrive to have the patience of that um, workshop teacher Mm. because she was just all like, Amanda, (laughs) this is why we don't need this. may i rest my case i mean she was so chill she's
0: very zen i thought she
2: was a little pretentious but
1: yeah she was definitely but i was just like oh i I, i'm like i i need to be that chill about things and just be like i mean there was a lot of like passive aggressiveness there but you could tell it was just like
0: that's a good point because don't you think that amanda could have gone to that very zen teacher and said like look i have no choice here like is it okay if I miss this weekend? What do you want me to do? Just bring the kid. I'm surprised the teacher didn't be like, "It's fine, you can stay in the company." Yeah, but that kid can't come in here.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and again, I I appreciated that she didn't she didn't snap at Phoebe. She was she pulled oh, Amanda yeah. aside and was like, "This is your responsibility." So it wasn't like they weren't trying to make the responsible on Phoebe. Yeah. And yes, it was Phoebe, but it's like Phoebe's a child. Amanda's the one that knows better. Like Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Amanda's the one that knows that, you know, this isn't going to work out.
0: So we get the chaos of the butcher shop. There's also like something else happening with the Freon in the compressor or whatever. So it's like things are going crazy at the butcher shop. And then we get this contrast of Amanda working on her breathing at the acting workshop. So like we go back to this very Zen acting workshop. And then Mm -hmm. right after the workshop milan asks amanda to grab a coffee yeah a little day date a day date but who's grabbing coffee in high school as a date well
2: starbucks didn't really exist when i was in high school no so now maybe yeah i
1: don't i think that was more like later like you know more in like the early 2000s that kids were being more trendy with their coffees and getting coffee
0: and he's European, I think. We know that oh. he's. We know that he's from on the other side of the ocean, but we can't remember from where. Maybe that has something
2: to do with it. But Amanda agrees, like she like can't resist. I bet it's a thing in Seattle or Portland that, that you go for coffees on your dates.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know. Okay, so Amanda can't resist. She goes on this date even though she's supposed to be waiting for busy to bring Phoebe back
2: i think this is a bit irresponsible well this is the bad move right like yeah. she she could have gotten over everything else it could have been fine yeah but she had to go for coffee yeah
1: well see and this is this is back where i would say you know amanda's a little selfish because mm. you know cuz both with like the teacher teacher's time and like her patience and with with busy, because Busy's actually really doing a real job with real issues yeah. and real yeah. you know, whether it be the freon, whether it be customers, that's
2: <laughs> not that steering easy. And yeah,
1: it might be a family business, but it's still a business. And she she's really doing a real job. All for so Amanda can I can I can excuse the um the acting workshop. That's something important to her. To go out for a date with her with this guy.
0: Yeah. Yes,
1: I get it, girl, I get it.
0: Who she just met. It's
2: not like she's been like waiting for him to well, ask her out. Right. It is kind of jerky because the theater workshop gets out early. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what Amanda probably should have done is cabbed to get Phoebe. Get over and get that kid you're supposed yeah. to be watching. All busy. We're done you early. You guys could have walked over together. there.
1: You guys could have took the cab together. You still could have spent time yeah. together. And then yeah. Phoebe's the type that almost just wants to be around you. She. I mean, yeah, she's going to, like, want your yeah. attention, but she's going to start twirling and take her little magic wand and start wanding yeah. with her, you know. Thing. So, she just wants to be with start you.
0: Start wanding. You- <laughs> <with you. laughs>
1: Sorry, I'm silly. So, then, like, you know, you could just be, you know, googly eye with your, your guy. She could be yeah. off doing her thing. And then, you know, as long as you keep an eye on her. Yeah, then-
0: There's a lot of other options here, yeah.
1: Yes. But, I mean, she's like I said, she's got a one-track mind and, and you know, that's... Boys. Yep. Boys,
0: boys. I was there, boys, so
1: I understand. I can't be mad at her. <laughs>
0: well, okay. So uh Phoebe barfs at the butcher shop
2: because of the pizza. <laughs> she... Oh my gosh! <laughs> Poor child. He, come on. Hold on. So she Probably had olives on it. She
0: had. <laughs> she had a slice of pizza at the workshop, which is before she goes to the butcher shop so amanda kind of says like phoebe have some lunch and she's like oh i'm not supposed to and amanda kind of goes like it's just pizza just eat it it's vegetarian and then she barfs at the butcher shop
1: (laughs) i'm busy she's like that's not the bathroom oh oh
2: she barfed on the floor (laughs) also like the pizza made her throw up not the fact that there's just like raw meat juice everywhere and like probably Cow yeah. hooves in the back room.
1: And Lord knows that girl's probably been climbing on things and touching things. <laughs> yeah. And
2: because
1: you know, oh, I mean, yeah. you know that once they get busy with phone calls and people coming in, that there's nobody watching Phoebe. So Phoebe's probably she's just in yeah. the back. Touching,
0: <laughs> she's touching. She's touching all kinds chamanilla. of things. <laughs> Lots of roasts and cuts of meats, just all up in those fingers. No, it was the vegetarian pizza from yeah. Pizza Pizza. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and then she does. So Busy, like the whole thing is that Busy supposed to bring her back to where the workshop is. Mm-hmm. And when they get there, Amanda's gone. She's gone to the coffee. But this is the problem. This is probably the biggest mistake that's made the entire episode. Busy doesn't go in and make sure that Phoebe meets up with Amanda. Yeah. yeah.
1: Thank you. Yep.
0: She just like says bye and she leaves her in the lobby.
1: Yeah, because she's just like, she's like, are you sure? Um, and she's like, no, Amanda will be here soon. Uh, okay, bye. And it's yeah. like, girl, just, just walk her in and just at least see who's going to be in there.
0: Peek Amanda your head might in not and make sure they're there. still in there. Yeah. Keep yeah. <laughs> your head in. You don't know where they are. Right. Um, so Phoebe ends up waiting for Amanda forever, she says. And when Amanda eventually returns from her date, now Phoebe's gone.
1: Well, it's sweet because, like, when Phoebe gets there, who is it, Carla? Is that her name mm-hmm. who's in there?
0: Yeah, Carla's in this episode, yeah.
1: And, like, this is where, like, Phoebe's kind of sweet. And, like, this is, like, where children, how, how like, innocent they are. Because Carla's like, are you sure that Amanda's going to be here? She's like, yeah. She crossed her heart. She said she'd be here. You know, it's just yeah. like, oh, God bless her. Because I remember back in the day when pinky swears and crossing your heart yeah. meant something. And even like later on, when she's like, well, she could have crossed her fingers behind her back, yeah. you know, meaning like you know, I pinky swear or uncrossed her yeah. heart, you know.
0: What's the name of the episode? Is Cross My, heart, crossed my heart? It is Cross My Heart. Yeah. So
1: so I figured she, that's where that kind of came in. You know, like the whole she crossed her heart because she mentions it a few times.
0: She does. She said like she promised. It's a whole thing. That's why Phoebe's so mad in the end
1: yeah with good reason
0: so amanda runs into carla because remember carla is also in the theater group so she was also at the workshop and carla helps her look for phoebe but neither of them have any luck like she is gone without a trace it's very Madeline McCann vibes. <laughs> it's so dramatic, Amy. <laughs> There's also like these menacing sirens happening in the background yeah. when they're looking for her. I don't ever feel like Amanda lays on the panic button like she should.
1: Yeah. No, I think poor Carla was felt more like, because Carla kind of looked like she's like, I don't know what's going on. She's like, hey, will you let me know if you yeah. find her? Because <laughs> Carla. Is just doing her dance. I think she was like meditating the second time like when, or doing something like yeah, that. Yeah, practicing,
0: Laura, doing whatever. When Amanda came in
1: and she's like, all of a sudden was, oh, I'll go help you find her. And Amanda's like, okay, I'll go this way. See you later, bye. And poor Carla's like, I don't know what the heck's going on. I'm just trying <laughs> to like, practice. Uh, and <laughs> I
0: hope you find that kid you're looking for.
1: <laughs> right, let me know. I hope
0: that pans out. But like a missing kid in Toronto, like that's not great.
2: Not great, Amanda. I know, but Amy, she looks down and sees that Popsicle stick, which we talked about, and she's like, oh, (laughs) mystery solved.
1: I think that's when Carla's like, what the hell does that have to do with anything?
0: (laughs) The dirty Popsicle stick on the ground reminds her of... The grave that they made for Aunt Frida. Aunt Frida. Aunt Frida. Aunt Frida. Aunt Frida. Frida. (laughs) And she gets this great idea to go back to the park because Phoebe really liked the park and whatever else. She goes back to the park and she goes over that bridge where Phoebe was told not to go
2: Mm -hmm.
0: because of the weirdos or whatever's over there. And actually, there's a man there who's like wearing a full suit and he's dancing around with phoebe's he's wanding he's yes. wanding with the wand <laughs> yeah he's got phoebe's wand and then we hear phoebe like playing quietly by herself she's underneath the bridge
1: she lost the plot cuz she's telling herself jokes which i it makes sense because like, she's almost like comforting herself she's just telling herself jokes yeah
0: she's talking to herself it, yeah we
1: set that up in the beginning because she tells people a couple like you know why did the or why is the um frog live a oh, yeah. stress-free life because he eats the bugs or what's bugs on me so she's always telling these jokes so yeah. i feel like that was like her mechanism to be like you know knock knock who's there blah 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 blah. who yeah because when amanda brings her out of that underneath the bridge she is she's looking off into space and she's
0: just she's still going with it yeah yeah, she's
1: jabbering on a little bit telling her jokes
0: well and, and she's also mad at amanda so it's yes. not it doesn't seem like a big relief to see amanda because no. amanda's been lying to her this whole episode.
2: i have to say though i do think this scene kind of dates like shows the age because i do think that portrayal of the guy wanding was a bit like okay i mean it was like a very stereotypical like this is what we thought of like mental illness and like, Yeah. especially
1: because it was his only purpose and we don't have any resolution or like, you know, we don't see him wanding off or doing yeah. any kind of anything. that was just, his only purpose was to, to scare Amanda and to essentially scare yeah. Phoebe. But like you said, Phoebe was more just upset. Like she's actually, I think she's just more far gone about, I've been abandoned and you didn't come back for mm-hmm. me. And why didn't you come back for she me? She
2: broke her promises. You broke yeah. your promises and you don't listen. How come Amanda didn't go get the wand? Well, because obviously they're so scared of this man.
1: They're on the other side of the bridge. You got to get back over the other side.
2: Yeah. No, they were. They were on the opposite side of the tracks.
1: <laughs> the wrong side of the bridge.
0: <laughs> or whatever. Um. So Phoebe's <laughs> pissed at Amanda because of all the broken promises today. And Amanda feels super bad.
2: As she should a little bit.
0: Yeah, so she, she lets her watch TV and fall asleep on the couch until their parents get home. Phyllis and Stephen finally get home. Stephen, like, really thanks Amanda for doing them this huge favor and, like, says Phoebe was, like, really looking forward to spending the whole day with her. Just put that knife in and twist it.
1: I'm <laughs> thick.
0: Little salt in that fresh wound, right? <laughs> Rub it around, nice and gritty. At the end of the episode, Amanda apologizes in a very child friendly way that Phoebe understands. They snuggle and they seem to make amends, and then they fall asleep on the couch together. The end.
1: And she gives her her crown. She to keep the crown.
0: Phoebe gets to keep the crown. <laughs> it's a little hush money. Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> it's Phoebe's playing all along.
0: <laughs> so new character with Phoebe and a little new family dynamic for Amanda this season. What do we think? Uh, I don't know. Is it necessary? <laughs> I don't know. I hate a little sister. I hate
1: it. I hate it. Th- yeah. At this point, it's just like, it, it's kind of like those typical sitcom tropes where you got to bring in the the kid to see if you can gather that in that younger audience for whatever reason, whether or not yeah. it's warranted. I don't know if that's what they were doing with Phoebe here, but they figured it wasn't going to hurt anything.
0: But like thirteen year old me is going like oh but what happened with Milan right, right.
1: <laughs> exactly yeah no one cares about the are Phoebe's- we gonna
0: see him again Like <laughs>
1: thirteen to sixteen year old us are gonna be looking at that and be like Phoebe's our younger little sister that we don't want to hang out with why does she yeah. wanna- why do we want to hang I- out with her in twenty five minutes of a show that yeah we're going
0: to watch so
2: no that's it's always the
0: case I don't know why we bring in these little sisters
2: and <laughs> well, sometimes I just keep going back to like could this have been all real stuff that happened to the creator of the show yeah like how much of it is based on like what actually happened which would maybe make a bit more sense because why else would you really write like it would be almost a better plot line to write in well i guess we kind of had this with another boyfriend of phyllis's but someone around the same age as amanda you could have a lot more drama and conflict yeah which would make better episodes justin why don't you let
0: everyone know where they can find you on the World Wide Web?
1: The podcast is Bayside Live. We go through an episode of Say by the Book New Class, one episode at a time, overanalyze it. I definitely said that right, overanalyze it. Overanalyze um, it. <laughs> you can find that on Spotify at the moment right now. We have been on a little hiatus, but we're coming back in March with new episodes, some interviews with a cast member or two, working on another one. Um, (laughs) Exciting. And then you can find us on Instagram, sbtb underscore new class underscore fan club. That's SBTB, like Save by the Bell.
0: So fun. Yeah. So 90s. Yes.
1: And I should have you guys on our podcast. Come watch an episode of
0: Everything. The New Class. I would <laughs> love to watch an episode of Save by the Bell. Well, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me on here. I'm so glad to finally. Mm-hmm. Um, actually meet you guys and be able to interact with you guys and not just have you <laughs> in my headphones and having a one-sided conversation
0: <laughs> no we like it that way usually but this is yeah. been <laughs> fun yeah. <It's> been good. <laughs> and listeners now it's your turn to chime in on the episode head on over to Instagram at still not ready pod and let us know Did you watch Saved by the Bell, the new class? Did you go for coffee dates in high school? Have you ever lost a kid when you were babysitting? See you all next time, I'm Amy. And I'm Britt. And you just found out we're still not ready.
1: Aunt Frida! Aunt Frida!